Welcome to Soul Smoothie. With compassion, authenticity, and humor, together we can create a dialogue that leaves us feeling refreshed and ready to take on the day with a big smile and a big heart. Let's get to blending. Hello and welcome to Soul Smoothie. This has been quite the interesting past 10 days for me. I got COVID and before I say anything else, I am doing fine. I am safe. I'm healthy. I got over it really fast. It was just a couple days of like flu-like symptoms and then it was pretty much cold symptoms, and now I'm feeling back to normal, and my family is safe, and everyone's okay. But wow, what an intense experience having this virus, this thing that has been terrorizing our globe for this whole year, arrive inside of my body. I was in Florida for Thanksgiving, and I started to feel kind of sick Friday night. November 27th, I believe, and it was in my throat, and then I was a little feverish and achy, and I stayed away from my grandma, and she's feeling fine 10 days later. And I drove home with my dad and his girlfriend and got tested on a Monday. And when she called me and told me it was positive, I was like, man, this is surreal. And I was freaked out because it was like the culmination of all this anxiety just landed in my reality. So I came home and was so hysterical and scared to be with my own thoughts, to have COVID, to be carrying this thing that we've all been so resistant towards that I had to take a Xanax. And don't worry, it's prescribed. I've had the same bottle for like three years for emergencies such as this. And it helped. It calmed me down. And it just was really shocking. But more than anything, I really just didn't want to be with myself. I didn't want to be alone with myself. And I have my mom, but there's a certain kind of lonely that no one can really fix, as we all know. So it's been a journey 10 days later. I'm walking every day. I have finished Untamed by Glennon Doyle, which I absolutely love. And I've watched Netflix. And I wanted to do something so much more significant. I wanted to become a different person through this experience. But that's a lot to ask out of yourself when you're sick. And through this, what I have realized is how hard I am on myself. 
And I think a lot of us are. I think a lot of us intellectually know that accomplishments aren't what define us and it's about self-love and self-care. And we know these things to be true, but we don't follow them. It's like we're still in between an old world and a new world that we want to create. And our old world is all this conditioning telling us that we have to go out, do these things, be these people. And the new world that we're all trying to create, I believe, in my generation is one where you can simply exist and that can be enough. So I'm really trying to start letting that be enough and not go against what reality is. Reality is that I haven't worked out during this time and I know that to be okay, but I just turn in on myself when I don't meet these expectations and I have to just go, this body just fought a virus. This body is keeping me healthy and keeping me in this experience and I can't expect so much out of it unless I really want to. And if I really wanted to, I should be doing it out of joy. You know, I think that I realize that a lot of the things that I do are more motivated by fear than inspiration. And when that's the case, I think there's just needs to be a moment to pause and think, why am I letting fear run my life versus inspiration? And how can I change it from fear to inspiration? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I think a lot of it has to do with changing the locus of control, meaning that the things that I so desperately want to control are mostly the things out of my control. But what I can control is radically bigger than that. I mean, when you put yourself in a box and you're trying to control everything in the box and everything that comes in and out of the box and how the box looks and how it's decorated, that's how I feel like I've been living, in this box. When in reality, there is no box, or rather, I can just completely break free from the box entirely. And then there's like millions of other universes and things around me. So these goals and the things that I have done have become like a box. And they've been bullying me. It's like my goals have been bullying me, telling me that if I don't do it, I'm this. And if I do do it, I'm this. And if I don't do this, I'm that. And if I do do this, then I'm that. And there's no, there's no right way to go about it when it comes to that voice in my head. 
it's always going to tell me that I'm wrong. So that means that I shouldn't listen to it anymore. (laughs) One of the best pieces of advice I got as someone who has experienced clinical depression and anxiety, who hasn't, am I right? Um, One of the best pieces of advice I got was from somebody who said, don't trust your mind when it's like this. When your mind is being mean to you, when your mind is your bully, it's not the time to trust it. Trust your mind when it's telling you beautiful things and inspirational things and wonderful things. And if it's not and it's just continually bullying you, there's got to be like a death. There's got to be like a separation from that part of your mind and the part of you that just says, this isn't working. It's only making me miserable and feel kind of crazy too. I think a big theme this year has been freedom, what it means to be free. Obviously, turning 21 this year, as I did in April, well, it's a challenging year to turn 21. I'm not going to say that I didn't go out before, but definitely was a little more reserved about it or had anxiety when presenting an ID that wasn't exactly me. And now I'm watching these TV shows where everyone's just out at bars, no masks, talking, meeting people, living life. And I realized how I so desperately crave that and how we all so desperately need that to keep us going. So I just want to acknowledge that loss and that it is an outlet. It might not be the healthiest outlet, but it is an outlet. Sometimes having those crazy nights where you can feel like you're not in control is really important, especially if you're a little bit of a control freak like I am. In Glennon's book, she talks about her book, Untamed. She talks about how love doesn't really, or that true love, the purest form of love cannot be controlled. So when we're trying to control something, it means we don't trust it, which means we don't love it. And I think that I've been terribly trying to over control myself. And that means I don't trust myself or particularly love myself. And it's not like I don't love the things that I'm doing, but I've completely missed out on why I'm doing it. So it's going to take time to figure that out again. I hope everybody is feeling okay, safe, loved, treasured, and a little bit out of control because we really are right now. I had a wise friend tell me, now 
in these times is a good time to not point the finger at yourself and look at our social situation, see how it might be affecting us. I can imagine that in some years when they do a bunch of psychology studies on how this has impacted everybody and all that good stuff and we can finally see things in retrospect, I think we're going to be able to forgive ourselves a lot more for the things we were feeling and the struggles that we were going through during this. So as a reminder to you and to me, don't forget to look at the world around you before you start blaming yourself for how you feel. And then when you see the world clearly, I think you'll know what to do. Sending so much love, so much hope, and so much uncontrollable. Um, just so much freedom to you. Freedom to feel how you feel, be confused, be anxious, be depressed. Be angry, frustrated, joyful, happy, glad you don't have to go out, happy to rest, tired, scared, cold, all the things. All right, see you guys next time on Soul Smoothie. I'm not sure you know, man.